Working Fans Podcast. Cool. Yep. All right, here we go. Coming down three, two. And at the Working Fans Podcast, this is just a podcast that three lifelong fans created to have a place to talk comedy and pro wrestling. Now, our comedy podcast releases every Tuesday, while our wrestling podcast releases every Thursday. We release bonus episodes under the moniker Working Fans Presents every now and then. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, any major podcast provider. The important thing is just please like, rate, review, subscribe wherever you listen to us. Now, we have started a new thing. We are now on Amazon and Audible. So those episodes release every Monday. And that's kind of going through the archives and just releasing our old episodes in a new area. So if you want to live through the process with us again, take that journey with us again. You can find us over on Amazon and Audible. If you can't get enough of us in the audio form, check out our YouTube. It's youtube.com slash C slash Working Fans Wrestling Pod, or just search Working Fans Podcast on YouTube. We have the whole archive is up there. And if you listen to the Working Fans Podcast, you are more than familiar with the 531. That is our signature segment where we take your top five list on a particular subject, vote it down to a top three, and then debate it down to a top one. If you want to hear three guys talk shit about comedy, wrestling, life, anything, you will enjoy the Working Fans Podcast. Find us on Twitter, that's at fansworking. Facebook, Working Fans Pod. We've got email where you can reach out to us and please contact us to let us know what you think of the podcast and for any ideas that you might have. That's workingfanswrestlingpod at gmail.com. We're on Instagram where you can keep up with us at workingfanswrestling underscore pod and we can continue to do what we love and bring you guys in as fans. We want to take a minute to thank our newest sponsor on the show, 482 Designs. That is F-O-U-R, the numbers 82designs, 482designs. You can find them on Facebook by looking up F-O-U-R, 82designs, at F-O-U-R, 82designs on Instagram. And if you want to email them, go to F-O-U-R, 82designs at gmail.com. Pretty soon, we're going to be rolling out some high-quality T-shirts and stickers that were just done by the sponsor. Please check them out for any of your screen printing needs. First off, it's light years better than our first one. Also, we divide the washer and dryer. They look good, and they're good quality. Nice. And those stickers before Paco chewed them up were amazing. And luckily, we'll be getting some more in, hopefully, before we start selling them to fans. But that's F-O-U-R-8-2 Designs. Yeah. Boom. Welcome back for another week of the Working Fans Podcast. And last week was such a huge week in wrestling between SummerSlam, CM Punk, TakeOver. But this week, we are going back to the past. And we are talking top five. NWA slash WCW tag team champions. Dave, why'd you say old school, baby? Select this I love list. Old school. Love tag team wrestling. And at the end of the day, me and Jake actually talk about this era too at Russell. Like 
those early NWA, later WCW tag teams where, you know, it was just on the cusp when the NWA eventually was became part of World Championship. Even though I know NWA broke off and was still NWA, for the longest time, to me, WCW and NWA were kind of synonymous, you know? So I wanted to have all those teams kind of grouped up into this, you know, not just make it a WWF team or everything. Very specific, because I just, I think this tag teams, when you think like the teams like the Midnight Express, the Steiner Brothers, you know, Ron Simmons and Butch Reed. I mean, you're looking at just a great era of wrestling and that promotion. Yeah, I'd say that late 80s, early 90s WCW, yeah. like where Bobby Eaton was big, even not necessarily with the Midnight Express all the time. That might have been his single run. Yeah, 89 to like, yeah, maybe 93, 94. I mean, you're going to see some other teams on this list. Like people did put the Outsiders and like Harlem Heat on there. I don't know, Harlem Heat got there like around 94, but... I was looking for that list. Yeah, that was my era. I'm talking like, you know, that early mid '80s, maybe even too, like the Midnights and the Rock and Roll, and then later on with the Steiner Brothers and Doom, and like you know, the Road Warriors, were obviously right there too. But it's just like that that group, you know. Let's jump right into it. First list: Charlie Hill. He's got Harlem Heat, Outsiders, Four Horsemen, Road Warriors, and Freebirds. Now with Four Horsemen. I'm going to assume Arn and Tully. Yeah, I mean, that's who I would put in there if like, we had to represent a tag team out of the Horsemen. I don't think it gets better than Arn and Tully when you look at the fact that they were WWF and NWA tag team champions. So. Yep, and if you look at that list, that's just that prime era. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Arn and Ole was a great team as well. And, you know, there are other teams that kind of came out of there. But honestly, I mean, we, we're not talking – it's not Paul, Roma, and – Double A. <laughs> no. no offense, Paul. <laughs> and I mean, we're going to have a later list where it's going to go farther back in time and then even more recent because if you think about it, NWA is kicking right now. Yeah. And some people are still a fan of those tag championships for him. What first list do you have today? I got Jake St. John back in the house. He starts off with a little some notes here from Jake. I'm very well aware that I did not put the Rock and Roll Express on my list. And that's because I fucking hate them. So for that fact, they're just qualified for my list. So, in no order, Steiner Brothers, Mo Road Warriors, Midnight Express, Hollywood Blondes. Looks like it is a tie. Fuck them all. These guys were the best. And then he's got the Horsemen, and specifically Anderson and Blanchard. And he also adds Jake Rule, Doom. He said, I love this topic, and Pretty Wonderful should have been on my list as well. And those are some great teams from NWA, WCW era. Former guests of the show, Ricky Morton disagrees, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously this is Jake's opinion. He wasn't a fan of the rock and roll back in the day. You know, he's got like some good, like the Hollywood blondes and, you know, even an honorable mention to Doom. you know, like those are some good teams that might not get the recognition that they deserve throughout history. But obviously there's rest of those lists. I mean, Steiner brothers, Midnight Express, Road Wars, you know, come on. Yeah. Kevin Irvine is back this week, and he's got Steve Williams and Terry Gordy, Doom, Harlem Heat, Midnight Express, and Rock and Roll Express. So there you go. So Rock and Roll. Rock and Roll is going to be here. Sorry. Sorry, Jay. Rock and Roll is here to stay. Like my man Ricky Morton says, you know, he's into women or horses. He rides a dooming. That's what he said. Yeah. <laughs> Doom's making a lot of lists, which I like seeing. I was almost wondering if they were even tag champions before I started seeing the list rolling. Yeah, they were. They actually won it from the Steiner brothers at uh, one point. I want to say they lost it to the Freebirds, though. 
the Freebirds were making a baby face run at that time. And I think they did get it back. I think they got it from Doom, which is interesting. Now, I got Zach St. John next on here. And he's got Midnight Express, Road Warriors, Steiner Brothers, Rock and Roll Express. Sorry, Jake. Harlem Heat. And he did add that he's leaving Iron and Tully off, though they are one of my favorites of all time. Wow, the real ZSJ coming through with a solid list there. Yeah, and un un unbiased because, you know, unlike his brother, no offense, Jake, Jake told us I'm leaving off the Rock and Roll Express. Fuck him because I hate him. <laughs> Zach is like, I love Tully and Iron, but I can't put him above these teams that he mentioned. And hey, I mean, all these teams he mentioned, Midnight's, Road Warriors, Steiners, Rock and Roll, Harlem Heat. Damn, those are all <laughs> elite teams, you know? Yeah, I'm actually going to give you my list next because as much as I like Arn and Tully, they didn't make the cut for me either, and that's just because there are so many teams. And you got Midnight, Rock and Roll Express, Doom, Road Warriors, Steiners. So, I mean, if I was doing the Jake rule, I would throw Arn and Tully in that sixth spot. Yeah, you know, a team that people aren't going to mention too, that I always think about this thing, they had fun matches. I don't know if they ever won a tag belt. I don't think they did. But they had really fun matches with the Steiner brothers in this era and the Road Warriors, the Samoan SWAT team, which later became the Head Shrinkers, were also just a fun physical team. You also had other teams too from this era too, like the Skyscrapers. You know, in that era, I'm talking about what I mean, like Steiner brothers, Doom, and the Midnights. And we're here in that era. Because like the Midnights and the Rock and Roll stuck around for that Steiner brothers and Doom. You know, and also there's a short-lived Pillman Zinc. But anyway, yeah, I mean, we're hearing a lot of the same teams over and over again. Rock and Roll, Midnight, Steiner Brothers, Harlem Heat, <laughs> you know, Road Warriors. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting top three. Yeah, and now we got Randy Ozga coming at us with that Harlem Heat baby sucker, as I'm a fan of Booker T. Just want to throw that in there. Steiner Brothers, the Rock and Roll Express, Iron and Tully, and then he's got the Road Warriors, Animal and Hawk. Randy coming through. Wow. Next up, I got Kevin Dignam from Rock and Randy's Rock and Wrestling Group. He's got Steiner Brothers, Arn and Tully, Midnight Express, Doom, and the Rock and Roll Express. It's fun to see how many lists Doom are making. I don't know if I put you know everything aside if Doom really belongs in there with some of these teams because they were great, but they didn't have that lengthy run. But boy, they had the look, and boy, they they had the talent. Yeah, I think. It's just got to be Ron Simmons. I mean, people are Butch Reed fans, but Ron Simmons, when they had the hoods, Teddy Long, mm -hmm. I think, I don't know. I mean, they're on my list. Yeah. I, now you got me thinking about it. Like, shit, how are they making so many lists? And would they rank as one? It's of crazy. Like, we're obviously all just fans of them, and they resonated with the people who watched into our show, which is great. We're, we're, we're finding something about our fan base. We're all Doom fans, which is great. But yeah, it's, and you know, putting my biases aside, like, I can't tell you that they should be mentioned with the Rock and Roll, Midnight Road Wars, and the Steiner Brothers, you know, or even the Freebirds who haven't made a list here, you know? I mean, Jimmy Garvin and Michael Hayes, I know it's not the original three, but they were tag team champions. And, you know, I feel like you could argue they belong on here. But anyway. What's yeah, they're Michael not Flynn? making as many lists as you would think either. No, no. I got Michael Flynn here. He's got, get this, the Steiner Brothers, Harlem Heat, on you like a steaming pot hot of neck bone. That's a quote from Stevie Ray. I had to do one for him too. Rock and Roll Express, Doom, <laughs> once again, and the Outsiders, Hall and Nash, because they're two 
Sweet! All right, a little shout out to them as well. So, I, man, I don't know. I think that it's great to see Doom mentioned as much, but again, I'm really surprised. They're not going to make the final three, folks. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't do that in good conscience. But thank you for all the support for them. <laughs> well, the next list I got, Dave Fabe is back. He's got Harlem Heat, Doom, Royce Isaacs and Tom Latimer, Aaron Stevens and J.R. Kratos, and Steve Wien so you can see he's a fan of some of those newer teams. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> Just kidding. Thanks for listening to the show, brother. You know, I like Gordian Williams. Now, you know what? Like, they won that NWA tag tournament later in the uh, Bill Watts WCW era. And I have to say, they're, again, such a physical team. And they had to run in Japan and stuff around this time. God, man, you could make an argument they should be on more list too. You know, they were really the only team that kind of handed it to the Steiner brothers at that time, too. You know, Steiner brothers were running rough shot over everybody until Williams and Gordy. And obviously, I know it's a work, folks, but I'm just saying, you know, in perspective, like it was it was something to watch at the time. Well, it's that Road Warriors, Steiner brothers, Williams and Gordy, like that big man toughness that yeah. when you see two teams like that collide, it's like two bulls running into each other. Now, I got Michael Calderwell, Calderwell, former guest of the show, Mikey and Fred. He's got Harlem Heat, the Steiner Brothers, the Rock and Roll Express, the Midnight Express, and he ain't leaving them off their list. Iron Anderson and Tully Blanchard, the Horsemen, the Brain Brusters, whatever you want to call them, they're on the list, and they deserve to be there. Now, the last list I got for you is from Jason Gross from Rock and Randy's Rock and Wrestling Group. He's got the Steiner Brothers, the Midnight Express, the Rock and Roll Express. He's got Iron and Tully. He's got Harlem Heat. And this motherfucker is calling in the Jake rule. He calls it an honorable mention, but we know what it is. He's got the Nasty Boys. The Nasty Boys. Yes, they were former WCW Tag Team Champions. Uh, yeah, hey. one of those technically held it, right? It's interesting because, um, yeah, they, I think they dropped the belt to the Steiner Brothers. They did have it for a little while. Actually, yeah. the Nasty Boys would be another team in that kind of Williams and Gordy, Steiner Brothers, Road Warriors, like hard-hitting. They had the AWA world titles in retrospect, I believe. I'd have to look this up. I the believe AWA, did. Yeah, AWA, WCW world titles, and I want to say, and they had the WWF world tag titles. Yeah, so, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised if they had a run in Japan somewhere. Yeah, I can't remember if they might even had the TNA titles as a favorite from Hulk Hogan, but <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah, that's a good question. But yeah, yeah, they, they've had a run in the business, so it's uh, it's funny to not. Hear them mention more, but yeah, I got two more lists counting my own. Let's wrap this one up here. We got our boy from New Hampshire, Jesse. He always brings it. He's got Iron and Tolly, the Road Warriors, the Steiner Brothers, the Hollywood Blondes. Jake's not the only one who picked them, and the Outsiders. That's a good list. It's a good list, and I guess I'll wrap this bitch up. When you're looking at the best, you got to talk about Midnight Express and Rock and Roll Express from this era. Sorry, Jake. Like, they're both synonymous with each other. And that NWA, WCW era of tag champions, these guys are going to make the list. The Road Warriors, just for the fact they're pure dominance in wrestling and they held so many damn titles, and they're from the NWA, WCW era as well, they got to make the list. The Steiner Brothers, they set a new era in wrestling and tag teams at that time, coming off the Midnights and the Rock and Rolls. And the Road Warriors. The Steiner Bros were definitely, they had the athleticism with Scott Steiner, the toughness between both of them, and it just off the page. And number five, it's a lot of good teams. You can argue Doom. You can argue the Hollywood Blondes. But to me, when you start looking around, 
Don't get me wrong. I'm torn between Harlem Heat, but I'm going to give it to Anderson and Blanchard, and I'm putting them on the list. All right. Now, we're looking at a top three. Obviously, Midnight, Rock and Roll. I'm going to go Steiners. Or maybe wow. Road Warriors. Say Steiners or Road Warriors. Yeah. And I was thinking Road Warriors just for the longevity. Yeah. No, you're right. My, my, that was me being biased. I'm a Steiner mark. Now, I throw the road. Yeah. If we're going for the top ones, like yeah. Steiners would be fourth. Yeah. We got to go Road Warriors. And it's really between the Midnight and the Rock and Roll here because that's such a classic rivalry. What? U.S. Tag Championships. Yeah. Past. And- Back and forth between them, World Tag Championships. And, and when you get right down to it, depends how you want to look at it. If you go in longevity, you got to go rock and roll because they're still doing the shit today. Yeah, they um, won it within the last three years. Yeah, it's crazy. But then again, on the other hand, Midnight Express also had a run with the U.S. Tag Titles. They had some great main event matches, and I think if you just look at the matches they were able to have, you know, in the mouthpiece of Jim Cornette, that whole package deal. Man, I feel like Midnight's are definitely the way to go. Like, I think they're probably the best. Like, it's funny. Like, Anderson and Blanchard didn't get the run as a tag team, even though they got a great run as a team. But as a team, it's like, say, the Steiners and, you know, Midnight and Rock and Roll. But if they did, let's say Longevity, let's say they had those belts a lot more. To me, what separates Anderson and Blanchard is the same thing that separates the Midnight Express. Like, it's great tag team wrestling it's what i think when i see you know cash real and dax harwood you know it's great synonymous in and out tag team wrestling and putting on these clinics of matches so for my money i give it for midnight express for that reason yeah and it's classic storytelling it's the ultimate good versus evil the crowd had no question what role both teams played and like you said Cornette was a good mouthpiece so much so that when the Rock and Rolls went in the WWE Hall of Fame, Jim Cornette was called in to induct them. And I think that says something about that whole per- package presentation. I agree. Now, Dave, you know what the music means. Got to get the hell I out of here. Midnight's won this. Before we get out of this, oh shit, the music's not even playing. I'm, I look like an asshole. I'm just but, shaking my head. I'm right. <laughs> before we get out of this, how great was that CM Punk debut? At you the time of the recording, it happened last night. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's funny about that. I have to say it was so he was so good. Like, you know, talking about, let me tell you a story, sitting down in the ring and like getting into it with the crowd. But man, even better than that, whether it was done on purpose or maybe some of it was on purpose, some was on accident, but you can't get it bigger than doing that in Chicago. That was what made it insane because you had grown men crying. And I don't know if that happens anywhere else but in Chicago. Like, punk's a big deal anywhere else, but you do it in Chicago, it's one of the greatest things in wrestling. Dude, I was a little emotional on my couch just because, like, when have we seen something that big and that genuine in wrestling where we got what we wanted? And when he talked about it, too, like, he never mentioned WWE by name. But he talked about how he had to leave that place to get healthy. That was an honest thing. This guy wasn't talking about being a prisoner or some, you know, wrestling promo. He talked about he had to leave for his own health. It was real. It was authentic. And, like, I believe him when he said he winged it. And he, man, winged it. He winged it so good. (laughs) You know? Yeah, I mean, he um, had to have some idea of what he wanted to say. Like, maybe just general bullet points. But 
God, to think that he just was winging that, it was mm-hmm. like damn near perfect. Yeah, it I, was. And it's it's interesting. The ice cream bars was such a great touch, too, that those guys came up with that. I thought that was so good. There's one and, on eBay uh, for just, about a thousand US dollars. Fuck out of here. This is so insane. Yeah, I saw Tony Schiavone put on his Instagram. A lot of people ask me, what is the greatest night in our great sport? Here it is. And I thought, all right, all right, all right, Tony. I know you're having a little fun. But it really does become a happening. Like, people are losing their minds right now. And it's because it's not just that it was CM Punk. That's a big deal. Punk was very successful in his business. But it's also the way it debuted, how long he was gone, and then doing it in Chicago. You couldn't have done it better. And so for me, I was on the phone with someone at this time. I'm watching SmackDown, but I have like the voice off because I'm not that like necessary to like. I, I think SmackDown's a solid show, but like I had important calls I had to take, so I'm doing this and I kind of have that. And then I'm like looking at it and I'm like, ah, oh, shit, it's over. I gotta go see it. And I'm like a minute behind. I didn't realize that. So as soon as I tuned over, I see Punk right there in the entranceway, and I'm like, ah, oh, shit. And I have to like bite my tongue because the person I'm talking to is not a wrestling fan. So I'm pausing it and I'm having this conversation. And Joe doesn't realize this, but like he's one of the guys too. I'm having all my wrestling fans just text me, all my buddies. And I have this conversation for another 10 minutes or so. And it's just like, beep, 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 notification, notification. I'm like, motherfucker, guys, one, I don't want to look at this. I don't want to spoil anything. And two, like, this is like crazy. So I had to tell the person I was with, I'm like, you don't understand what's going on, but this is like a tremendous happening in wrestling right now. And people are losing their minds. <laughs> so fun yeah, it was story. funny. My brother got home from work. My brother got home from work and he wanted to watch it. He didn't want any spoilers. So he's walking in the room and I'm trying to set it up on Hulu, but it left off where I stopped watching with just punk on the screen. I'm like, you got to uh, get out of the room. And that's a spoiler alert in itself like hey get out of the room so i can rewind this like oh what do you (laughs) want me to see and your perfection but fans we will talk to you again next week have a good one later all right so that wraps us up for this week thank you again for listening to the working fans podcast so as always you can find us on twitter at fans working our facebook page is working fans wrestling pod we have email where you can reach out to us and let us know what you think also that's working fans wrestling pod at gmail.com follow us on instagram working fans wrestling underscore pod and then as always please Continue to listen to us on Anchor.fm, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, all your major platforms. If you're following us on Apple Podcasts, which we are also on now, and YouTube, please make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star rating. It helps us bring you these podcasts where we get to talk to you and talk with you every week.